You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We're back for another week. It's been a big one, Eddie. It's been a big one, mate. How are you? I'm well, Tom. Ready to rip in on this Monday night, our time. That's it. Absolutely chumping at the bit. You look fantastic, and I just say to the punters and dribblers at home who can't see it, Eddie's obviously a businessman as well as a dribbler, a punter and a dribbler, mm. robber. But he's a businessman as well. Obviously, podcasting adequately pays the bills. Top of the podcast, Eve, don't forget. But Eddie likes to dabble in multiple businesses. He'll probably go to prison one day. We hope not. But he's dressed fantastically. He's got some, some terrifically coloured sort of off-white moleskins with some RMs, are they, Edward? Yeah, they're RMs. RMs with a nice, probably RM Williams belt. Yeah, it's be, RM belt. He's doubled up on the RMs there. And then this, this denim... This denim polo shirt that hugs the body fantastically. It's lovely and blue. It's tucked in. I mean, who's dressed you today, mate? Uh, look, basically dressed myself from the belt down. Right. But mother, actually. Mother, if you're listening, the polo's well received. Oh, well. <laughs> she knows what's going to look good she, on her son, Tom. She knows what's going to make you look the best. Thank you, Tom. Always great to get the, the podcast off with a some with some glowing praise. Yeah, exactly, mate. And feel free to compliment me throughout the podcast. If you feel if you feel it, don't do it now. But well if it comes on. If it comes on, by all means, don't hold back. Oh, I'm never I'll never shy away from a compliment, Tom. Okay, cool. All right, well that's good. Well we'll wait and see. Uh won't hold our breath though, obviously. Although, you know, it would be nice. Uh so big week, Eddie. We're gonna talk winks. The old girl's done it again. She's she's in the record books again. We'll touch on Winksy Girl. Um, obviously, cricket. There's a shitload going on in cricket. Davies having a sook, it would seem. Uh, there's also been a culture review into the uh, the culture of the Australian cricket side. There's a couple of things that have come out of that, Eddie, that I think we just need to educate the punter and the dribbler on. Because it's very dense. There's a lot in there. And we aren't going to go through the minutiae of them, but I've just I've picked out a couple of specific things out of this culture review. Well, the punter and the dribbler come to us, Tom. That's it. All right? So we'll do the hard yakka, we'll do the heavy lifting, and we'll paint our picture. Of the culture review. Of the culture review. The Hello Sport culture review in a cricket. Uh, the NRL coaching merry-go-round. Musical chairs, if you will, Eddie. Still going on. Kenny Edwards doesn't play in the NRL anymore. But he is still, you know, uh, a player that you might remember. He, the old eel was Kenny? The old eel, perennial layer down, niggly little fucker. But he's back in the country to face the courts for what I can only describe as one of the great driving records in rugby league history, Eddie. One of the great driving records in the history of the game of rugby league. Well, that's that's glowing praise. That's Tom. glowing praise. Because there's, you know, he'd be up against some some real stars. Oh, God, yeah, dude. Some, some serious drivers. And obviously, Eddie, no podcast in 2018-19 is complete without a Violet Crumbles rap. Uh, we'll be rapping the Crumbles. Rapping uh, the we're crumbles on that deluxe. VC chain. Uh, and uh, a couple of punters and dribblers are too. A couple of punters. Well, a couple, mate. A couple of million. Every motherfucker is on the Crumbles with us now. We've started a bit of a groundswell of support for the Crumbles, so we'll get to that as well. Now, punters, dribblers, if you're wondering, fucking hell, how do I connect with this these, this podcast, these gentlemen Outside of the podcast itself. And funnily enough, there is a way for you to do it. And that's through Instagram at Hello Sport Podcast. So if you want to find us, you can find us there. That's about it. On Facebook, Hello Sport. Yeah, sure. We should, we should probably make the Facebook Hello Sport Podcast in case people are trying to find us on both platforms. I think that's probably something to look at in the future, Eddie, but not for now. But uh, that's not also, right now. Not right this second. But sure. Eventually. Uh, yeah. But, you know. 
Just use Instagram for now, and then maybe if you need Facebook later. Yeah, well, the thing is with Facebook, the whole podcast will be put up there, and you can actually play it on Facebook. That's part of why we abandoned Acast at the height of our powers to go and sign with Wooshka mid-season. Uh, in, in a mega deal. In a huge... I mean, I didn't want to have to say that, no, Tom, but... but- when you sign mega deals, I yeah. feel like that's something you need to get across. Yeah. So, look, we, we're we on Instagram at Hellasport Podcast. It's obviously where I was going with that. But know that we signed one of the richest deals in podcast history to go over to Wooshka from Acast because Acast is useless. <laughs> Time to get into the sport. Okay, Eddie. So, as, as any punter dribbler worth their fucking salt would be aware now, David Warner playing for Ranwick Peterson, the club he doesn't even follow on Instagram on the weekend... He was sledged by Philip Hughes's brother, the late Philip Hughes. So David, it's, it came out on Saturday. David, like uh, on Twitter and shit, that Warner had walked off the f- off the field after being sledged. He's gone. I'm going to remove myself from this game to the umpires. He's walked off. He's then taken a couple of minutes to be convinced to come back on. He's come back on. He's got a hundred. So Warner has told people, and his wife Candy came out on Sunday. Candy on Sunday saying that the abuse leveled at Dave, noted Sledger himself, Eddie, the mongrel, it, it was it was abusive. It wasn't sledging, it was abuse. Yeah, from a noted Sledger. From a noted Sledger. From a noted mongrel. A mongrel of from fucking way back. Mm. But the, it's come out now that the sledging itself basically was just, you're a disgrace, you shouldn't be playing cricket. Is, is Warner being a salt like a little bitch? Uh, look... When when you are coined a mongrel, I would expect much more than what he's delivered on the weekend. You should be having thicker skin. If you're- Way thicker skin. If you're going to be a mongrel, which mm. he is, uh, and yeah. a yapper, and a barker, and, a, and just sometimes absolutely foaming at the mouth, Tom. Absolutely foaming at the mouth is David Warner. Like a rabid dog. <laughs> on, on multiple occasion. If you're going to be that bloke, and has been historically... I mean, according to the rumours, he's been like that throughout his entire career. Mm. Since he was a young buck. Yes. First padding up. A young mongrel. A young mongrel turned into a big mongrel. You know, story of a a mongrel grown up is David Warner. Yes. You can't be that bloke and then be be so thin-skinned when you're playing for Randwick Petersham on a Saturday afternoon. It looked like a glorious day. It was a glorious day on Saturday. Tom, we were out and about on Saturday. It was a great day for batting. Uh, beautiful blue skies. Gorgeous day for batting, uh, which is, you know, evidenced by the fact that he went on for a ton. Was playing great cricket, but yes. But all I'm saying, oh, yeah, but he hasn't got a ton every innings, no, has he? No, it's true, Eddie. It's very true. But I will say this, and I think the punter and the dribbler will agree, and I know you do too, very soft. Mm. And if this is what we can expect from David Warner 2.0, then you've got to question his place in the side. If you've gone and done what you've done, Dave, right, and he's done it, and he hasn't come out once and acknowledged exactly what's gone on in the whole ball tampering saga, he's just acknowledged he was involved in the ruse. But mm. beyond that, there's been no explanation about what the fuck actually went down. And It's been glossed over. It's been glossed over. His press conference, I think, widely regarded as some crocodile tears. It was hard to take him to believe. I believe Smudge's tears. Didn't believe Dave's tears as much. You had Roxy Jasenko in the fucking press conference with his misses and shit, cameras well, on. Well, when Roxy's shown more than yourself in the presser... It was stage-managed beyond belief. It, you beg, 
you know, you well, start to ask questions. So don't. if he's done all that shit, he's then coming back after being a noted mongrel on the, in the sledging department to then be such a bitch when Hughes' brother says, you're a disgrace, you shouldn't be playing cricket. Again, if if what was being said was, you're a disgrace, shouldn't be well, playing that's cricket. Well, that's what's widely been reported. Now, if he's going to come back and play for the nation, given our current predicament, you would assume walks in. But if he's going to be this feeble, this thin-skinned, then... I mean, there's a lot of work to do because if if he doesn't think he's going to get absolutely smashed. fucking smashed over in England, it is going to be absolutely unrelenting. They they won't give. There'll be no give. Look, part of this culture review, right, which is sort of which has been released today. There were uh, multiple people canvassed. It was. Um, Anonymous, uh, like, surveys and shit that people could fill out and respond to. Who was canvassed? So the players, all the players had an opportunity to speak. And then I think uh, the officials and beyond that, I'm not 100, I don't think media were allowed. I think it was if players well, obviously media weren't. No, players. Otherwise, we would have been. We, well, that's it. We would have been hurt. So obviously, thank you, Eddie. That makes perfect sense. So it was players and officials. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, your board members, I guess they're officials as well. But that's what it was, right? And all your shit was private. And then from that, there were 42 recommendations made about what could be changed around cricket. Uh, Eight of those did not straight away get passed. So 34 of them got agreed to Mm. with some, like, caveats. Seven of those are being reviewed. So in principle, they kind of see that there's something to work with there and then we will try and make them happen. And then one just got flat out fucking denied for now. But what was denied? I will get to that in a moment. But in terms of Dave and where he is at and where he's ready, you know, to come back into that side, one of the criteria when selecting a player is to take in, is that you must take into account their character as well as their skill. Well, Dave's character seems like that's that's not a person. That's like a petulant little fucker. Well, no, no, like hang that. on, hang on, hang on. But how's it weighted? What do you is mean? It, well, is it is it character before ability? I, I don't think. Or is it or is it ninety five percent ability, five percent character? Do you know what I mean? I'd say that it would be weighted well, like, further further to skill, but your character's got to come into question. I think the great cricketer described it as character before cover drives. Yes, they might have. We are speaking with the great cricketer later this week. Well, it'll be out this week. We've already spoke. So with, with Dave behaving the way he is, that's showing me bad character. And if that's one of the things that they're considering when fucking selecting someone, that would be red, uh, like alarm bells for me going, well, Dave seems like he's still a bit of a fuckwit who doesn't grasp what he's done. Because if you've done what you've done, you cop all the shit you in the world. You just cop it, mate. Like at the end of the day, the reason that you're in this little predicament is because you went full mongrel on the South African tour. That's it. And then they went mongrel back at you for being a mongrel. And then you, I mean, I two mongrels don't we, make I think, a right. Yeah, exactly, two mongrels don't make a right. I think we assume has a word to Bancroft comes up with a ruse that then sees him bad for a, for a, for a year. So. For the fact that he comes out and can't even cop a little bit of lip on Randwick under beautiful blue scun- sunny skies uh, in Sydney, yeah, you just he clearly doesn't understand what the fuck he's done. Yeah, and that he needs to be able to cop this. Like, shit. sorry, mate, who the fuck in the history of cricket has walked off because they couldn't handle the sledging in this country? Exactly, right. And Outside then- of saying something really fucked up, yeah. And if all he was saying was, "Mate, you're a disgrace," which he sort of is. 
Well, you've done something disgraceful at the very least. Yes. You know what I mean? Then you got to wear that. you got to wear that, mate. Get out there and just and just put your head down, don't say a word, and get on with the job and of scoring what, runs, you, mate. You know what made it even worse is that he went off and then after two minutes of oh, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. consoled, he's mm. gone, all right, I'll come back on. And it's like, bro, you that was like... But then you but see then, kids do that where it's like I'm running away, and then they go and hide in the bush down the back of the house, and then the parents come and go, "Dinner's ready, mate. Can you get back in the yeah, fucking for house?" God's it's like, sake. He's going, "That's it. I'm off. I'm not playing." And his mates going, "Dave, we kind of need you to. I know this game means fucking nothing to you, mate, but we'd actually like to to win this. Can you just get back out there and bat for us?" Now, look, if he's suffering mentally, Eddie, maybe he just shouldn't be playing cricket at all, because that's also a real potential. And if it is, that's fine because you've had a fucking fall from grace, Dave. There's nothing. If if, if struggling mentally, not a problem. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. But I think that he would be the first to know that that cricket fields aren't that that rosy. Do you know what I mean? They're quite. They can be pretty fucking hostile. And he is the first person to know that, right? Yes. So if he is struggling mentally, and if he is, you know, obviously we hope he gets better. Absolutely. But. He would know that it's not the place to be to be hanging out if you've got a few demons you need to iron no, out. You know you, what I mean? If you're feeling like you got some thin skin, mm. then out you, in the middle ain't where you want to be, bro. Fuck no, because they, they their job is to, is to rattle you, mate. Is to put you off. That that's what sledging is. I want to try and put you off your game, and by saying you're a bit of a disgrace, which, which is true. Fuck, I reckon it's play on. hundred percent play on. Everyone, like even people who come out from West, so we're just like, mate, he didn't say anything fucked up. Jason Hughes did not say anything fucked up. So, unless they're lying, which again, they could be, but why doesn't Dave come out? Like, that's again, Candy. Candy comes out and defends Dave on the Sunday sports show, Sports Sunday or whatever on Channel 9. Why doesn't he say something? Like, you put yourself in this situation, you've got to fucking front up to it and come out and say what the fuck went down. Well, that's it. He's hiding. You know, everyone can. Everyone gets behind a. What's the word like a, a Honestly, comeback? Well, a or comeback, a comeback. For sure. So you know, when Smudge hits absolute rock bottom, Bancroft as well, and you know, says sorry, apologizes. Everyone knows he means it. You know, trying to atone for his wrongs. We get behind him and yeah. his ascension back to where he rightly belongs. That's it. You know, you, you can get around yourself. a comeback. Purge you've, yourself you've, got pur- you've got to purge yourself. Look at Tiger Woods. He got up there and he purged, baby. <laughs> he, purged. he purged and he purged and he purged. And now look at Tiger. You see that gallery? You see that gallery at that fucking tournament he Mate. won? My God, that's biblical stuff. That's Beatles stuff. <laughs> You know, Tiger's as big as he's ever been. If you can believe it, in 2018, I know it's crazy, I know it's wild, <laughs> but it's all off the back of purge and sin, That's Tom. It. That's it. I mean, did Jesus tell us nothing? <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have, have sinned. sinned. I've disgraced my nation. So, Dave, if you're listening, which I know you are, you obviously had to hear this from us, and it's hard for us to talk to you like this, but we pull no punches. That's why we're top of the podcast heap. Time to purge, baby. Time to purge. Now, as we move on, Eddie... So I think Dave's had his medicine. He's copped it. Just a couple of things out of that culture review. So you wanted to know what wasn't accepted. Test players and ODI players wanted to be exempt from T20s by discretion, which to me just shows that the top elite players of this game, your, your, your boys in creams and your boys in your pajamas, fucking... Could International it- T20s? 
Is they, that what you said, sorry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't give a shit about T20s. Like, and obviously no one does, but it just shows how much of a money grab T20s are to the point where it's like the, the players don't even give a fuck about it. And the reason that Cricket Australia is basically saying no is that they've got an obligation, I think, internationally to field their best sides for all these fucking international competitions. So that wasn't accepted. What was accepted, because a lot of these old culture viewers, basically Cricket Australia just shitting themselves going, oh, God, we've got to, like... We've got to try and at least even be seen to be doing the right thing. So they throw, they want to establish an ethics commission. Oh, fuck. So there are all these things where you're going like, just don't tamper the ball and don't be a fuckwit. Like, why do we need all these things? Here Mate, it's just buzzword shit. No Mate. one knows what the fuck that means. Mate, an ethics commission which has no power, but it just sort of like advises on like... And who decides what's ethical? Well, it's not that fucking hard. Don't tamper the ball. No, that, no but that's what Don't I'm be s- a prick on the field. No, but if you're, if you're forming an ethics committee... They're going to nitpick shit, dude. Of course that's they what, are. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's, but then, by extension, who are you to fucking say what's ethical and what isn't outside of what's obviously unethical? You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Because they'll get down to the nitty fucking gritty. Yes. They will. You know? The, the, the Eye minutia. contact. If you're shaking someone's hand, what's ethical? Is it is it three seconds or is it two? Don't wet fish me. Don't limp fish. Don't, what is it? Don't yeah, dead fish me shit. with your handshake. So um, they're going to be able to, you know, be able to send players off. If players if players are being like lippy or rude or fucking not playing in the spirit of the game, they're gonna be able to send them off for a duration of time. So basically, we're losing our way. We're becoming a bunch of pussies. Um, you won't be able to open your mouth. No, no, no. You They'll won't. be all gagged, mate. The Allen Border Medal will now also be chosen on character as well as performance. So I guess if you're like suspended for being a mongrel. I don't have a massive issue with it. The Dallium's the same. No, not Dallium, but the. Brownlow. The Brownlow. Is the Dallium not? Dallium's fine. It's Leagueville, mate. You can do it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Brownlow, if you get suspended, you can't get it. You can't get it. So I don't mind that one. Don't hate that. I also don't mind this one. Vice captain of the team is not necessarily the heir to the throne. So he's not necessarily the successor to the current captain. They want to have them, the vice captain being a trustworthy confidant to the skip. Well, you're Brad Haddon's. You're Brad Haddon's of the world. Whereas when you had Pup and Ponting, Pup wanted that fucking job. You know what I mean? Well, he was groomed for it. Yes, but if you've got him in two oh, RC, I prefer that. I prefer that. I think that's nice. And then future skippers who are like potential skips are just given leadership development roles. Okay. So first again, slip, etc. Second in it, the slips from time yes, to time. They're in the slips from time to time, and they get to be close to the action and maybe talk shop with skip and vice. Well, just run ideas, Tom. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So chinwag, chinwag a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get a bit of lip in there. So, so they're the ones that I thought were worth touching on. In terms, look, of I don't like, I don't mind most of those. Hate the ethics review. Well, thing. mate, and that's I, a disgrace. I only, picked, I only picked one of those out of this forty fucking or thirty-four things that were passed. There are that many spirit of cricket, ethics, this thing, all but, this like, like ethereal shit that you can't even yeah, fucking. Yeah, where it's not like it's, it's not, not tangible. Like, no. like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, it's very. What is the spirit of cricket, mate? Yeah. Now, Eddie, I want to talk rugby league with you. God's winner game. God's winter game. But it's always in the headlines. It's God's winning game, but as far as news is concerned, probably God's favourite news cycle story. You know what well, I mean? Well, it's like, it's it's his grubby tabloid star. Yeah, it's his it's his like Woman's Weekly. It's his water. Yeah, it's it's Rugby League Week. Yeah, Rugby League Week. Exactly. So, I want to talk to you about Kenny Edwards though, Eddie? Remember Kenny of Parramatta fame, serial fucking 
whinge. I always feign injuries. He was a niggly little prick. Pest? Pest. So he's back in... He's, he's over... He's playing for Catalans. So he's back in Australia now to... Uh, Go to, he was at Fairfield Court, I think, yesterday mm. or today. Mm. No, I think yesterday for driving chart, driving Glamorous. infringers. Glamorous. Um, he's got one of the worst driving records uh, in the history of rugby league. So I'm just lay gonna, it on me. Going to lay it on you for the yeah, the punter and the dribbler at home as well. So Kenny Edwards, never been off his L's. So he's 29, 27. Never, never got beyond his L's. His his driving record is like his. Did he have a crack at the P's test? Do we no, know that? No, he did. He never cracked. He never had a crack at the piece. Never had a crack. Just had the L's. Yeah. Got the L's in 2008. Driving record uh, infringement start 09. So he had a year of probably getting his hours up. Yep. And then in 09 is when he starts putting in. Getting into some work. Some work. Mm. So he's got nine minor speeding offenses in total. <laughs> One in a school zone. <laughs> This is almost like dead shit leaguey bingo. So if you've got this... He'd be parking in a handicap spot. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Multiple fines for parking in a disabled spot. Uh, he'd probably be a bit of a clearway guy, maybe. Well, Has he been towed, Kenny? Of course he's been fucking towed, yeah. Tick. Yeah. So Kenny's been towed. Uh, he'd be on the phone, Kenny. Whilst driving? Yeah. 100%. He'd be, on, he'd be on the phone, old Ken. Uh, we're going all right here on dead shit bingo now. Uh, obviously, he'd be pulled over with someone like no one else in the car. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because well, like, uh, he's on his L, so he should have a supervisor tick. with him. No supervision tick. Driving of it out supervision. Uh, license suspensions. How many times you reckon? How many times do you reckon he's had his license suspended? Uh, nine times. What if I was to tell you it was more than that? <laughs> not much more. Ten times. Ten times. Four of those is not for paying fines. So let me take it back. Nine speeding offences, ten licence suspensions, four for not paying fines, parking in disabled spots, driving, using, using your phone while driving. So what's the judge done with Kenny? Throwing the book at him, surely. What do you reckon? What do you reckon Kenny's got, Eddie? For the most recent infringement, which was driving while suspended. Five years. Six months. What? And a $600 fine. That's fucking like, ridiculous. What do, you do? what do you do there? Like, I remember my brother got done for drink driving once, and it was, you know, I'm, no one's condoning it. And, I mean, many people have, so I hope I don't ruin future employment opportunities by divulging that. Mm. But this motherfucker, Kenny Edwards, has got the, one of the most... He's re- lost his license... Not ten times. Ten times. He's driving suspended. Gets six. What six months? Did you say? He only got six months and six hundred bucks. He's still on his L's for fuck's sake. Jesus, Kenny. Tell you what we could do because I mean I was thinking about like rugby league bingo or bogan bingo or dickhead bingo. So if you've got maybe a picture of Kenny Edwards getting your license suspended ten times or just driving like a fuckwit, picture of Toddy Carney pissing in your mouth. You know, what other atrocities have we got that we can put in there? Picture Anthony Watts. Biting dick. Biting a dick. Mm. Mm. Joel Monaghan. Uh, yeah, Joel's there, putting obviously. Your, putting your piece in a pooch's mouth. Uh, I mean, does Mitch get a run? I seems, don't think Mitch's was that bad. Seems a little PG. I think you need to go a bit more. Uh, Sticking your fingers up up another man's ass. Yeah. John Abawadi. Uh Corey Norman's probably on there somewhere. Snorting, growling, howling, prowling. Yeah. Corey Norman. Corey's, yeah, he's at work. He's on the job. He's Corey. Oh, 100%. Um, who else? Russell Packer. Ru- well, that was 
That was violent. <laughs> Maybe selling pingers. Yeah. Danny Wicks. T Wicks. Okay. We can get yeah. You I mean, can get a leaguey bingo up and off the ground. Well, it's it's a board game. Yeah. Something like that. Obviously all gonna be part of our merch. So we'll uh we'll consult the Parker brothers or Hasbro's or I don't know. Well they, look, I mean they, yeah, look, they're gonna want to get on board. Clearly there's a little there's a, there's a few things that need to be ironed out here, but basically what we're looking at I think is like a leaguey atrocities styled board game. Yes. Uh obviously we haven't ironed out ironed out the specifics. Well we only just came up with it. But I, I think we can all agree it's gonna be a bestseller. Yeah, is it like Monopoly for atrocities yeah. in some way that you like purchase atrocities? Or you, or you purchase or you commit them. atrocities as you, you go commit, around I think board. I think you commit atrocities and, and the most atrocities after a couple of rounds is deemed after, the winner during a career. Yeah, the king of the the, the, the king of the leagueies or something like that. Yeah, so you yeah. might. You, yeah, it's like a league based board game, Where but you but just atrocities. it's atrocity based. Yes. So you know you miss Origin because you know you fucking you, <laughs> you're fucking you go straight you got, to jail. Yeah, yeah, straight to jail. But that's like fifty points or whatever. <laughs> you fucking you land on chance. Did coke on a Friday? Yeah. Tested on a Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, and you can roll your way out yeah. of it potentially. I mean, there's something. If you there. roll doubles, you get out of it. Yeah, yeah, but you have to roll doubles. Yeah, otherwise, you, you, know, you know, you're sanctioned. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, not heavily sanctioned. No, well, of course, there's rugby I mean, league. Yeah, you're only going to miss a season max, twelve yeah. games probably if you dump coke. Could we? Could we not also maybe make this into a guess who game as well? And it's just like, all right, do you have? Sleeve tattoos, yes. Okay, well, you can't put many down there because most of them do. Do you have neck tats? Yes, okay, well, I'll put down you guys don't have you neck know. tats. Did you uh, once, you know, urinate you, in your own mouth? Are you pissing in your own mouth? Because I think you have him pissing in, you have, you're pissing in the mouth. Well, you have, them, you have them performing the their atrocity of choice. So Joel's obviously, you know, he's peanut buttered up. I think he's Joel. Yeah, I think he is. He's got a beautiful <laughs> golden retriever in the shot. Yeah, yeah, just over his shoulder somewhere. <laughs> Just over his shoulder, just you know, in shot, but obviously not the central figure. That that'd be Joel peanut buttered it up, buttered up. He'd be buttered up. Well, because you'd probably use the peanut butter to, to obscure the full vision of the phallus. That's right for the kids. For the I mean, you look, kind look, of. Well, I'm thinking seven up. Yeah, age of seven and up, Tom. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna we gotta we gotta get that kid market. Yeah, you gotta get that kid market if you want this thing to go to the moon. Dick biters, obviously at work. That one is going to be... I think maybe his mouth is completely over a bush footy player's cock. Well... It's through the shorts, though, as well. Yeah, so. look, it, look, it's going to be... Again, it's PG. It's PG, but it'll be through the shorts. But it's sort of... He's sort of swallowed some bloke's member, shorts and all. Uh, punters, dribbles. Obviously, we need to get on our hands and knees and bow to greatness. Yep. I think it would be fucking remiss of us if we weren't all on our hands and our knees. Bowing to greatness. Bowing to greatness. Because Wingsy Girl's done it again. She's done it again. Uh, First horse to win four Cox plates. Another Cox in the cabinet. Another Cox in the cabinet. We've already talked at length about how our baby girl loves her Coxes. She loves them. Uh, Big fan of the Cox. More than any other horse has in the history of horses. Well, no one's won for Tom. And she's won four, and she's done them consecutively. Won't be done again. Will not happen again. So I hope you were fucking strapped to a TV or your phone on the weekend, just just watching greatness, watching history unfold. Yep. A uh, lot of naysayers out there, Tom, during the week. I was one of them. You were one of them. I didn't uh, think she'd do it. Which 
rattles me to my core. Yeah, but given I mean, how much VB we've handed out, <laughs> I mean, fuck, she's been well, well fed, well, well hydrated, hydrated, yeah. She certainly um, look, and so for you to sort of fall away at the end there, I think you are an apology. I will take this opportunity to apologise to you, Winksy girl. It was more about my own fear and insecurities of having my heart broken, babe, if I can be honest with you. And look, we're going around to her place for dinner later on tonight, so I'll be able to tell this in person, but I think publicly... Yeah, well, she needs a public apology. She needs a public apology, but as I said, we are going around to, to have dinner with her and her uh, and her friends, a couple of her mates tonight. So, Winks, babe, I'm really sorry. Uh, respect you greatly, and... As I said, more about me than you, obviously, because you're an elite, you're a demigod, you're in the top paddock, and uh, can't wait to see you for dinner. <laughs> Tom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, and uh, I'm gonna end the show. Yeah, giving out a lot, giving out a lot. Yeah, and it's going to Rebel Sport. Oh, okay. Now, obviously, they missed the VCs memo. Now, I think we were pretty clear last week and the week before, that now as a nation, or certainly as a city, Tom, we're now all firmly on the Violet Crumbles bandwagon. Correct. I think that was pretty clear. Yeah. Fucking certainly clear enough. Absolutely. I mean, we've got punters left, right and centre sending in merch and and, and photos. And and look, I mean, I'm going to say it again, friends of the show, Josh Reynolds, Jamie Soward, big fans. They're all out at the Crumbles games. Obviously, they've, you know... They've listened to us and and they take our advice as gospel. Absolutely. Now, it saddened me, Tom, to see Rebel Sport not offering up any Violet Crumbles merchandise really? at all. I, I happened to be on in there last Thursday, had a little bit of time before my Oztag game, yeah. uh, which was, you know, two meat pies, whatever. Uh, so I had a bit of time to burn. Yeah. And I thought, fuck it. I'm going to go look for some VCs merch because you and I need to be adorned in purple and gold. Correct. So I go for a bit of a wander through the store, find the basketball section and start to rifle through their, the gear on hand. Yeah. Now, obviously, you've got your Steph Currys, you've got your LeBrons, you've yeah. got your... I mean, you've even got your, your Thon Makers, right? Okay. Which is bold. Yeah, well, look, it is bold, but he's in the NBA, so... And he's an Australian... Look, I mean, it's. I think it's bold to have Thon Maker and not and Violet not a crumble and no crumbles. No crumbles gear. None at all. None. No crumbles gear. No crumbles gear. Punters, dribblers, you've got homework this week. It is to bombard Rebel Sports Instagram page, which we'll be doing ourselves as well. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar, we will bombard them about the lack, the dearth of Violet Crumbles uh, gear, merch. I would have thought that. As you walk into the store, it would be all Sydney King stuff with clearly, you know, front and centre, your, 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 your Andrew Bogut jerseys, right? Absolutely. They'd be selling like fucking hotcakes, life, wouldn't they? Life-size cutout of Andy Bogues right next to the Crumbles jerseys. Mm, mm. A Crumbles section. A whole section for the Crumbles. Nothing, And you're telling me nothing. Now, either I'm blind and I've missed it entirely, or doubtful. it doesn't exist. Doubtful, Eddie. I, 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 I doubt you're blind. Of course it's doubtful, Tom. Now, I would like to just quickly, while we're on it, celebrate the Violet Crumbles, Eddie, because obviously some of our you know sporting goods stores in this city don't know what the fuck they're on about, but, excuse me, Crumbles got up. 
Crumble's got the win. Now, I don't know if the punter and the dribbler does this. I certainly do. When I want information quick, I go to Google, right? Yeah. And if I'm to type in the NBL, I would expect to be given results. You know, results at the top? Like yeah. if you type in the NRL, they're there. Yeah. AFL, there. Premier League, there. NBL, nada. Nothing. What do you got? It doesn't. Look. You don't see if I type in the NBA, the results are there. They're at the top of the fucking it's like screen. Even comes up. Look at see, look there. All the results for the NBA. If I type the NBL in, I have to like go to their website, which I don't want to do. No, of course not. I mean, look, I don't have the fucking time. So not only will be on, we'll be on Rebel Sports back this week, and we'll be on Just Google. The Australian media to give a little bit of a better account of themselves. Like we've got a fucking national basketball league here that's just dying. For coverage, for time. coverage, we've got the Glamour Club of the Southern Hemisphere in the in the the Violet Crumbles, the Sydney Kings. Now they've had a thrilling overtime win over the Cairns Taipans, Eddie, who are no slouch of an NBL team. Well, pretty storied history, the Cairns Taipans. Storied some. history, the Cairns Taipans. So overtime win, Crumbles are off the bottom of the ladder on their march to the tippy top for the crown. Uh, Kevin Lish. Oh, Kev, household name. Kevin, the household name, Lish. Top scored with 24 points. Jerome Randall, another household name, 22. Daniel Kickett added 19. Thanks, Kickett? Well, Kickett's elite. Crumbles are doing good things here, punters, dribblers. They're doing good things, and we can't get coverage. So I'm also giving a light to Rebel. We're giving a light... To Google. To Google and to the Australian... Media at large. Media at large. Mm. And then we're also going to give a VB to... Well, let's give a violet crumble to the crumbles. Well, no, no, no. They get crumbles. They get a crumble. They're not getting beer in season, Tom. Uh, Stay tuned for Thursday, punters, dribblers, because we're dropping a podcast with the grade cricketers, the three boys from the grade cricketers. Funny as fuck. Dave, he goes and pairs. Funny as fuck. Funny fellas. Great dudes. We had him in now. The sound is pretty good. Might be some lapses. We've got four mics and five dudes. So, you know, there's obviously going to be... Do the math. Do the math, you fucking idiots. But... Very funny. If you don't know the great cricketer, go and find them on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, they've got a podcast, great cricketer. They're fucking funny dudes. Uh, farewell. Could you two just not talk anymore?